0: 6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Lots to get to on this Friday edition of the show, so let's get to it. Alberta's Open for Summer Plan has a lot of event planners all of a sudden pretty busy from festivals like Heritage Days to the possibility of indoor events like fundraisers being able to get up and underway again soon. Organizers are taking a close look at What might happen and realistically when? Caitlin McElhone is the owner of CM Events and a member of the Alberta Live Events Coalition. Caitlin joining me this afternoon. Caitlin, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, nice to have you here this afternoon. We'll talk about an industry that has been absolutely decimated by COVID. Uh, You know, the live event industry from music to fundraisers, festivals, uh, and everything that comes along with supporting those events. it, It certainly ranks right up there. Can you describe the past 15 months in your business for us? Well, it definitely
1: hasn't been easy. I'll give you that. We were the um, the first industry to close, even back in February of 2020, and we will be the last to uh, the last now to to open. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, uh, sorry, just have some music in the background. Um,
0: You're hearing music in the background.
1: Oh, no, perfect. Then it's uh, it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so our industry has been, like I said, the first to close will be the last to open. The Alberta Live Events Coalition was formed as a task force to really help to advocate for our industry. Event professionals and the live events industry is not necessarily recognized under the eyes of the government as a real profession or under a ministry, and so it was really important to us to... Come together as an industry and try to educate um, the government and the public on what the professionals do, what we bring to the table, the risk management and mm-hmm. safety that we take care of. And it's been a long journey. So Wednesday's announcement was great, but it's sending
0: uh, it's a, it got a triple effect now <laughs> happening. <laughs> so tell us about <laughs> what has been like since that announcement for you.
1: uh uh, well uh busy uh i know i have many colleagues uh phones ringing off the hook i mean this is everything we've been dreaming of for 15 months Uh um but it's also um a lot uh you know to to be thrown into six weeks of um fast forward planning for Uh the best summer ever is is a lot of pressure for an industry that's been completely closed for so long and lots of companies need to rebuild. We need to hire back our staff. We need to train staff. Um, and planning planning takes time. And one of the things we'd always hoped from the government through the Alberta Live Events Coalition is the opportunity to have a runway of time, uh, which is something we, we never really got. And uh-huh. uh, six weeks is it's not an awesome runway of time, <laughs> but I have no doubt that our industry is going to step up like we always do and produce what we can It just might look a little different this summer that's all yeah
0: and i guess that's one of the things uh, a little bit of maybe a flag that you're waving right now is uh the expectation for those who are attending events i mean they might have to temper their reality a little bit of of what um of of what they might be getting compared to years past
1: that's right yeah i mean we oh we are festival city i mean (laughs) event professionals myself and we are so excited to bring communities back together and bring events and weddings and celebrations and like you mentioned fundraisers all back for organizations and 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 people who who have been missing them we've missed them too Um, but there's only so much that can be done in such a short amount of time and there are still travel restrictions yes to take into consideration many um, acts and bands or performers might not be able to travel here uh, like they usually do for some of our most popular festivals and um it's, so things will be a little bit scaled down i i think you know and again uh might still have some safety precautions and Protocols to take into consideration?
0: Yeah, and you know, um, Caitlin, I was going to ask you about that because, you know, if we're t- talking about a little bit of, you know, scaled down, and we've heard from uh, some of the different festival organizations, organizations and I'm going to, you know, have uh, some uh, clip from uh, the organizers of the Heritage Festival, what that's going to look like this summer, because they're going ahead with it already again, like just like you busy, all of a sudden it's like, okay, we have to figure this out. But I wanted to, to ask you, you know, when you talked about some of those safety protocols. In place. I mean, I suspect that as we get into this even into july you know all the restrictions are lifted um if 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 we hit all the targets and stuff like that july august september i i wouldn't be surprised um if um you know there's well there is still going to be a number of safety protocols in place but if 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 the organizers of the event want something a certain way whether they maybe want the sanitizer still there maybe i don't know um you know the the distancing that sort of thing i mean that is something that you're going to have to work with moving forward isn't it
1: that's right and and you know i think it's important for for just the general public to know that every event and every organization is is going to be a little different mm-hmm. and so i think for the you know the next few months for sure especially as we really start to understand what's happening with caseloads and hospitalizations over the summer. Um, Every organization or event professional, every event and festival might treat it a little differently based on their target audience, who they're attracting to their event. So you're right, some might still require masks. Um, If you're in attendance, some may still have distancing or sanitized uh, stations available. Mm -hmm. Some might not have anything. Yeah. Uh, it's really going to depend on the comfort level of the organizer and the, the organization putting on the event and, and their audience. And um, bringing back that consumer confidence for events is definitely top of mind for our industry right now. You know, we, we take event safety very seriously. Event professionals have been doing this for as long, as, <laughs> even before the pandemic. Guest safety is so important, and it's not going to go away anytime soon um, and so that's why some of those protocols might still be in place just for the foreseeable future until we really um, understand what's going on
0: you know one of the questions that I've asked from a lot of, uh, of a lot of different industry specialists over the past 15 months is you know what have you learned from what we've gone through and, and how do you think you can uh, move that forward when you take a look at best practices what do you what do you think uh, for the live event industry will have come out of the past 15 months
1: yeah Uh, so many um i mean so many wonderful learnings really if you're trying to see the silver lining um our industry had a one in a lifetime chance to completely reset and as completely devastating as it is to have your industry or your passion what you love Mm -hmm. completely shut down we have learned so much and um the fact that virtual events Uh are not going away hybrid (laughs) events not going away but that's, that's okay, we've, we've really embraced that technology and, and we've been able to reach audiences we've never been able to reach before and include that really hyper exclusivity to events that, that may not necessarily have been there before. Um, and so there's some unique opportunities that will continue to grow, which is really, really cool.
0: Yeah, Caitlin, it's going to be fascinating to to watch the the next months unfold as uh, as events start happening again, as fundraisers get back in action, Maybe, you know, instead of doing virtual ones. It's going to be really <laughs> something else to watch. Caitlin, thanks for joining me uh, this afternoon. All the best in the months ahead. Oh, thank you so much for having me today. Take care. Caitlin McElhone is the owner of CM Events, and she's a member of the Alberta Live Events Coalition. And it is interesting, you know, when we talk about the industry... And how it's adapted. Whatever industry that you're you're looking at, you're working in, that we've talked to over the past number of months, there has been, as as Caitlin said, uh, you know, once in a once in a lifetime opportunity to reset. As devastating as as what they've gone through, they've also learned a lot, and now you move forward and, you know, you, you put those best practices in place. I emceed a conference back a couple of months ago Uh, at production world it was the alberta um alberta construction safety association it was a week-long conference and usually they would book the expo center and have two or three days you know 500 people packed in there and and we ended up doing it completely virtually through production world and it worked really really well and i think um i think having that ability to do that now i'm not going to be surprised at all to see more uh to see more businesses more companies more associations organizations doing it that way of course sometimes we love those you know the big galas where everyone can get together and do this and that but if it is a, a coming together of professionals and it's a lot of speakers that sort of thing i mean why not continue to do it virtually or a hybrid a hybrid way of doing some.